You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. A lot of sad questions still. Uh, even a few days later, and and we'll get into Patriots preview uh, the rest of this week, but we we still need to do an autopsy here, even though we had the instant reaction after the game. First question here from Mike Hill: What can be done to improve the run defense? Should they try, uh, play more base on early downs or load up the box with Wilson and Curse? What are your thoughts there, Brian? Well, the thing, the biggest problem that I saw was on their run fits. They have enough bodies, but the problem is if you are responsible for a gap and you overrun that gap trying to get to the ball, if you're Donovan Wilson or Curse or Vanderesh, these guys that, you know, are kind of a cleanup guys, the finish up guys, if you overrun your gap when the ball snapped, yeah. And you're out of position. There were a couple times they cut the ball back really nicely because you were so adamant, so anxious to get, you know, front side instead of playing your scheme position. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I know all of Dan Quinn's scheme fits and stuff, but I do know that if you have three guys on one side of the ball all there and the ball cuts back, and it's in the it's it's you know it you know there's three guys standing in the the A B gap right next to the center right next between the guard and the tackle. If there are three guys there and there's not somebody on the other side of the center and the backside A, and they cut the ball back, that's a problem. That is a problem. So to me, they have got to they have got to be better on their run fits and like the the. The run that Dobbs had, I mean, they Parsons gets caught no man's land. He he's usually Parsons like when Dobbs pulled. Uh, usually Parsons is kind of like that guy. If he's on top of you, he is going to. He got caught once again, quarterback or running back. He got caught in between no man's land. Okay, now Dobbs pulls and he's running on the outside. You got everybody trying to chase down inside. Everybody's going down inside. But you got you got Wilson and Curse on the outside. And the two tight ends, Jeff Swain and Zach Ertz, are out there blocking. But what happens is, yeah, hook them. But what <laughs> happens is, what happens is Wilson goes so far inside so fast that the instead of like the two tight ends blocking on each of the safeties, they just double curse. They just yeah. double curse. And then they come off because Wilson's trying to react back to the outside. And and they just boop, they bounce off each other. And then next thing you know, tight ends on Curse, tight ends on Wilson, 
and ball is now spilling to the to the sidelines. You know, you you've got to play your scheme. You've got to do your responsibility. This isn't a time for hero ball. And I'm sure Dan Quinn said that all week. Yeah, I hope look, I answered I think- the question. I don't know. I just know watching the tape, the second half, their run fits were much better. They were yeah. it was more in line to how they needed to play. Yeah, I look, I think that look, they were they they looked a little unprepared. Uh, you know, in the first how could half you be unprepared? Game. I mean, you and I are watching the tape leading up to the you know, game. You know, and, you know what? I and think, we're talking. Honestly, we're talking about. We're talking about RPOs, and it's their. And I, I mean, I remember I said it on so many platforms. It was RPOs, and it's one of their best plays. And you got to be ready for it. And you got to be ready for them trying to make Micah Parsons freeze. And you know, how could you not be ready for that? That that's that's my question. I, How could I, you I, not be ready for that? I, I'll say this: I I'm just a were, slapdick scout sitting here, you know, doing radio with you. you were know, they emotionally? If, were they emotionally unprepared? Is my thing? Is that I? And I hate to give excuses like this. I think that Trayvon Diggs injury devastated that defense this week. I, I think they were distracted a little bit. I think they. I think they saw an zero and two football team overlooked them, and they got beat by the Giants and gave up points and all that. Yeah, I do. At least for a half. Yeah. Defensively for a half, yes. Got punched then, in the mouth a little bit. And then and then you had the the big time breakdown. The sixty nine yard pass was a backbreaker. That was a backbreaker play because you're playing pretty well at that point. Yeah. But it was you know, the the whole thing. Forty four yard run, forty five yard run, twenty yards run, uh sixty nine yard how many explosives did they give up in this game? Yeah, the three longest plays in the game were all the Cardinals. And so that that tells you right there. Uh, Question here from John. The one position either of you would trade for at the deadline, offensive line, cornerback, or tight end slash wide receiver? I personally would uh, love some offensive line depth. I don't know how many teams are going to be willing to trade that to you, though. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't, and you're right about that, I'm surprised that they went with a Doga at left tackle. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised. E- even, because, even with uh, because Tyler Adoga, not playing it during the week. Yes. Because what happened last year when Tyler Smith was a rookie? Guard, guard, guard. Oh, wait. You know, Ty, uh, Tyron Smith rips his hamstring? Okay. Hey, rookie guy, go play left tackle at a, almost a Pro Bowl level. You know, all rookie team level, you know, to me, the one thing that Toga showed me was, hey, he's a capable guard. He's capable of that. I mean, that's a that's a comfortable that's a comfortable spot for him. You know, when Tyler Smith's a young guy playing tackle, you know what? You you, you switched him around. If you were worried about messing him up, you're past that. You, you could, if he survived last year the way he did, thinking he was a guard all year, and the next thing he's playing left tackle, lining up opening day on a 13 win football team. Come on, come on, man. Seriously, yeah. I, I, I mean, to me, uh, uh, Tyler Smith, Adoga, Hoffman wasn't terrible. Hoffman. Hoffman was pretty good, I thought, pass protected. It, it, like, yes. Like, I mean, and, and look, and they the, ran the ball. You, they ran the if, ball. If That's, you want some positive, if you want some positive, 
I I don't know about you, Brian. I haven't heard a chance. I haven't had a chance to hear you break him down specifically yet. So I don't know how you felt about it. I thought Tyler Smith was great on yes. Sunday. I, yes. I, I thought I thought that that was one of the most encouraging things I saw was yeah. Tyler Smith looks like he's ready to take another step up this season. Yes, you know th- these these offensive linemen, you're going to have to play 65 plays, grade them all 65 plays. There's going to be two or three plays where they're a bag of ass. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be those two or three plays where you're like, oh geez, but what you don't want to have happen is uh, is uh, Chaz Green. You don't want a Chaz yeah. Green situation. You know, but to me, I that's why I'm here talking with you, Bobby. That's why we have an award-winning podcast because we're sitting here trying to hash things out and they're a lot smarter than we are, you know? They're a lot smarter than we are. Last time I sat in that chair was 2005. Trust me, if I was on this team now, I would have said, "Why don't we just kick why don't we kick Tyler Smith outside, man? We did it last year." Well, we don't want to mess up his, you know, he'd been working all week at guard. Hell, guys, he worked all year at guard until Tyron Smith got hurt and we kicked him to left tackle. How did he play then? Let's yeah. think about this. Let's think about what 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 could what what's our best five and where do our best five play? Adoga got my respect. Adoga got my respect, and the fact he battled, that it, he battled, he's just not he's not going to be good enough consistently. He's not he's not going to be consistent enough. That's a, but he could be consistent inside. When it's a small area and he doesn't have to cover a lot of ground, I'm I'm sorry. I, I just uh, I'll get off my high horse for sure. No, no, no. I, I I think it's 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 a fair question to ask. And look, I think that they they need to. I, I think they will if they had a full week to prepare for them thinking Tyron was out. I think Tyler would have played. But honestly, I would have put him out there even without the snaps this week because he did it last year. I that, he's proven he could do it. That that's yeah. the thing that bothers me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That does it for us here on the Love the Star podcast. Two we questions, Ezekiel. We we ran out of time, man. I'm looking at the look at that. We're 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 going, oh. man. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry, does. folks. If you've asked me questions on Twitter, I'll try and get to them. We Trust will, me, we will do will. Yeah. we will do one of these uh, full mailbag episodes here soon uh, to to knock that out. Uh, but man, this is uh this is a big week. Ezekiel Elliott returns to AT and T Stadium. Played a good game last week against the Jets, actually. Uh, 80 yards. I'm about to watch him. About to watch the uh, about to watch the Patriots. I'm looking forward. 80 yards on 16 carries, and and look, we'll have uh, we'll have Patriots evaluation for you later this week. I got to watch Zach Wilson tonight. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, don't look at it that way. (laughs) Look at it as uh, you get to watch Uh, the Eagles. uh, I get to watch the Eagles. I get to watch the Eagles play. Too. I that's, get to watch the Eagles versus New England. Oh, okay. That's what you get. Well, this will be good. We'll, we'll have a Patriots review for you later this week. And uh, keep sending us the questions. We do appreciate you guys yeah. so much. And uh, this is the – we're already – we still got several days left in the month, Brian. This is the number one month for podcast downloads in the history of Love of the Star already. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank, thank you, you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys. You're the absolute best. We love you all. If I could buy you all a beer, I'd buy you all a beer. And one of these days, we're going to hold Brian to that. We're going to make him buy a, a beer for all two million of you that have listened over uh, the course of the show. <laughs> I might, yeah, it might, it might come to that. It might really come to that. But thank what, you guys. What, what we a, love you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. For Brian Broadus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys again next time.